0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Yeah, it was a sucky week already, and it's Wednesday. Hopefully, that is all that we have to deal with. But, yeah, Friday, was it Friday or Saturday? Not a good day for uh, us on the show, and a lot of people worldwide with passing the Chadwick Bozeman. so not going to do our normal introduction. The fellows are here. We're going to talk about the man behind Black Panther and so many other iconic roles in such a short period of time. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman, proud HU alumni. And, uh, yeah, I I I don't even know where to begin with all this. The, the dude was had been dealing with colon cancer for four years and did not tell anyone not ryan coogler his director on black panther dude he was talking with on you know the sequels not kevin fahey the head of marvel studios nobody he wasn't telling his co-stars not one person who would spread the news so everybody would see it that's crazy in this 2020 paparazzi heavy era i mean dude had to have gone to the doctor at some point and no shady nurse, no shady janitor, nobody spilled this crazy news that would have been earth-shattering to us to learn. And um, I was reading today that he didn't tell anybody because he, he fully, truly believed that he was going to beat it. And he was working with the mentality back in March that he was going to get the weight back on so he could start shooting Black Panther next year. So this was not a, I don't know. I mean, it's weird because he he wasn't telling anybody. I guess he didn't want any sympathy, but he had every intention of, of still making movies, still doing stuff and still being active. It wasn't like he was taking long breaks. He did a lot in four years. I just watched Captain America Civil War today. Uh, sort of in preparation for it but also just because that's where i am with my marvel studios marathon as i get closer to building up to the end game but it's just crazy just to to see that journey because i guess right around the time that that marvel hired him to play t'challa aka the black panther he was getting his diagnosis and you know four years later he's gone so what do you guys think about this and What are your thoughts about uh, Bozeman as an actor? What Marvel Studios is going to do? What should they do? And just you know, what do you think about his? I'm not telling anybody approach. Chief, you want to start? Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll go.
2: Um, you know, it's always good to see uh, a young black actor come and do his thing or who's doing his thing. Um, and I think I've seen all of his movies except for uh, the five bloods. I haven't watched that yet, but, um, you know, uh, he played uh, James Brown. I saw 42. Uh, you know, I, you know, I enjoyed watching them. Um, you know, I, I guess he kept his diagnosis secret so he could still maybe get work. And also people wouldn't feel, you know, start treating them different. You know what I mean? When people know you're sick, they start to kind of, you know, I don't know. They, they they feel bad for you. You got that pity in, in their eyes. Um, it's a shame, man. I You know. I, like I said, this, you know, I mean, it came out of left field for everybody. Um, I never thought he, you know, I, I, I wouldn't imagine this, um, man, you know, uh, Black Panther was really one of the greatest movies ever to me. Um, just in, I remember, uh, watching, uh, was it Conch Tiger, Hidden Dragon? One of those movies, maybe it was a Jet Li movie, and uh, hero. Chinese. It was a dragon. It was. Uh, he was. Uh, yeah, it was a Jet Li movie. That's what it was. He was trying to unite all of China under one uh, one banner. Uh,
0: was and, that a hero, or is that another one of his movies? Was a hero. hero? It okay. Was,
2: <laughs> it was. It was a hero. Well, it, yeah. Was well, whatever hero. it was, it, it had. Uh, it had these colors in it
0: yeah that sounds like a hero now,
2: um, and I remember thinking to myself, man, you know you know this this movie is you know very beautifully done just just color wise
1: mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah. and I
2: remember watching Black Panther and thinking the same thing, right, like you know all the vibrant colors, all the pretty colors in the movie, and I was thinking, damn, you know that Black Panther reminded me of a hero. And I was like, "Yeah, this movie." And then just everything that went on made the movie one of the greatest movies ever, and it, it kicked ass at the box office, which I love. Mm-hmm. So this was a blow, you know. Because I mean, let's be honest; everybody was looking forward to Black Panther two or three. Um, it's just it's just sad, man. It's just it's just really sad to lose him or anybody in 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 the midst of their greatness, so when watching them, you know what I mean, truly uh, evolve into something fantastic. So um, I'm definitely going to, you know, uh, I'm definitely going to grieve for the the loss of life, also for what could have been, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. It reminds me kind of when uh, Big died. And uh, I thought to myself, "Damn, you know, you 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 were at the height of the thing. I, I couldn't wait for all the other albums you you were gonna drop.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I mean? Just just imagine a big album after life after death,
1: <laughs> right?
2: Um, or or a big and Jay Z collaboration. And so you know, you think of all the things that 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 would have came after this point that would have been." Just fantastic that we lose two. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, rest in peace to that man. Uh, you know, he was on his way to greatness. I, I, man, that you know, that's a hell of a work ethic. Um, cause I know when I when I don't feel good, I call in. I'm, I'm not coming to work. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, mm, nah. Um, I'm not gonna do 15 hours on the set anywhere. So for him to be like, you know what? I'm gonna leave a mark, or I'm gonna beat this thing, or whatever was his mindset. Man, he got up every day and he did it. And even you know, beyond the movies, where you gotta go in for Saturday Night Live and the interviews, and you know, just the, the, you know what I mean? The things the that when you're not shooting, yeah, the promotion, the things you're not doing. Um, when you're not doing the movie, things you got to do. People calling you, places you got to be. Um, and, you know, he got up and did all that too. So, and, um, you know, judging by, you know, the post, everybody loved the guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I don't think anyone had a bad thing to say about him. Um, and nowadays people will say bad things about you.
0: <laughs>
2: when you die, you you know what I mean. You they don't do it die. on the
0: shade tip, but but they will yeah,
2: say it. Yeah, you, you He was hard die. driving. Right. He didn't
0: let up on us.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know he he was an evil son of a bitch, but damn, he could do this. Um, <laughs> but you know they didn't. No one said nothing remotely uh, bad about the guy. You know. Um. So yeah, yeah. This is a tough one, man. Um.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: yeah.
3: Chase, what do you think about everything? Um, well, when Chief, like, broke the news to us, uh, I think it was uh, Saturday, we were all just like, what? No, this, I mean, because we're, we're so used to now seeing celebrities die, and, you know, they have to put out a press statement, I mean, an hour later, like, no, I'm really not dead, this is some BS. And I really is like as soon as he said, I'm like, oh, I gotta look this up. And it was just like every news organization had. It's like, no, he really did die. And I, it's it was just like, whoa. I mean, this dude really wasn't even in like even like slightly at the zenith of his career. It was like he was getting consistent roles, like those good osc. I mean, like those Oscar nomination roles. And then he gets that good franchise role. And then it's like, so then you know, it's like after that, he can get those. I mean, as talented as he was, I'm, I'm expecting, like, the next dramatic role. Like, something just, like, huge from the guy. And not not being able to see that really sucks because it's, like, very much like Chape so We don't – we – especially how this year is – like, we have just been subjected to a lot of crappy images of black men this year. And – a dude that was doing something real, I mean, like showing like the best of us. Like, I mean, even, I mean, Black Panther was aspirational. Like here's what black people would be. I mean, even in a fictional world when they just don't have to deal with the just drama of living life, like they would thrive. And not seeing, I mean, just even, not even getting to go to that world again. It's just like, it just sucks. I mean, it's just like 2020, you were trash. Just go away as soon as humanly possible so we don't have to see any more of this. Um, what I'm trying to figure out is like, I really don't understand what I don't, I mean, like a lot of folks are like, they should have uh, Shuri class as Black Panther. And I'm just like, that's way too soon. It's, I mean, it's just like, I know Marvel's going to, I mean, I don't know if they can find an actor to replace him, especially because you've already used Michael B. Jordan uh in 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 that in the first black panther i don't know who you find who can do that role of black panther um so i i think it's almost like if that was on marvel's next phase i think they almost have to go push it back because it's like we have to really get this role right and how do we and i don't see how they do it just Getting the next guy. I mean, it's got to be somebody who's got some acting chops, and just people are gonna be like, yeah, he's, he'll he'll do the role right. So I'm
0: okay. Cool okay. So Gunner and Javon, I'm gonna put this question out to you. In the comic books, Marvel for a moment, they were on this. Let's take all of our main heroes and give them a female equivalent. So. Thor became Jane Foster. We're going to see that in the fourth Thor film. Um, Wolverine became, or X-23 became Wolverine. Electro became a woman. Beetle became a woman. Um, not like they transformed into women. They just, their identities were, you know, taken over, I guess, by women. Um Loki became a woman for a while, so it was like all the rage in Marvel for a moment, where like, hey, you know what we'll do? We'll just switch them. So it's kind of like how they used to do with black characters. You're new. You're the new Green Lantern. You're the new Superman, and and they were just doing it with women. Uh, so Shuri also became part of that trend. She became Black mm-hmm. Panther for a while. It worked okay, but like with all of these situations, they eventually turn that hero back to the person that was the originator the popular one that got the ground rolling on that character Mm -hmm. marvel studios and i'm you know this is super early of course this is just for discussion purposes but i've been thinking you know i was watching a lot of instagram pictures of course and and seeing little kids uh with their marvel figures having black panther in the middle and i was having a debate about this with my wife and she was like well you should tell them i am like i don't know if i would tell a little kid that t'challa died or t'challa that chadwick boseman died because in their mind oh no black panther died looking at these pictures of these kids with their black panther dead i'm like no black panther's not dead the guy who played him on the big screen is dead and i know for Jason, and me and, and i probably the rest of you when christopher reeve got paralyzed it wasn't oh man, Superman's paralyzed. It was like, what the heck? How in the world is the guy that played Superman paralyzed? But it still felt like, that's not fair. That's the guy that played Superman. And thinking that, seeing these kids with their Black Panther figures dead, being eulogized by the rest of their figures, I think it's important for Marvel not to go, okay, we wrapped up Black Panther He had his happy ending in Avengers Endgame. We can retire the character and be done. I think it's important to carry on that legacy of Black Panther, much like we've seen with Batman. It's not like they didn't stop it after Adam West died. It wasn't like, sorry, Robert Pattinson, uh, Adam West died. We can't ever do another Batman movie because it would be disrespectful to the guy that got it started on the small screen. Um, What's your guys' take on that? Should they just be like, nah, nah, retire or eventually at some point recast, or should they just go with the comic route because it's easy and go straight?
4: I've already had to address this, right? And um the thing is, with with Chadwick Boseman's portrayal as the child of Black Panther, he's that that's his role. Mm-hmm. Unlike a, a Adam West, where many have worn the cape and the mask, the whatever, many mm-hmm. have worn it. No one else has worn that mask. For what it's worth, Chad, Chadwick Bozeman is the Black Panther for us on screen, even for the kids who never read the comic. You know, I, I saw something when we saw that movie as a family. I saw something that you rarely get to see. And, like, even now, you know, I get a tickle in the back of my throat talking about it, because it was a beautiful thing to see. Mm -hmm. Seeing white kids, little black kids, little Asian kids running out the theater, doing the the Wakanda greeting, and and I'm the whole, you know how kids get when they see something, a movie, and it wraps up their imagination, and they love the character, man. It, It was so beautiful to see. Because we we really get to see that from mm-hmm. our lens, you know, as black men. We don't get to see ourselves portrayed as the hero often, if ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get to see that. And to see that in that moment, man, and to see it's not just the black kids, the kids from all races. It was so beautiful to see, you know. I, I sincerely doubt that anyone... Can come in immediately and fulfill. Come on, man, you talking about some big shoes to fill? That's that's it. You can't just insert another guy and say, well, he's our replacement to Charlie, because that's the treatment he's going to get. Sorry. It's just that that's just the long and short of it. That's the treatment he's going to get. He's replacement to Charlie. It's never going to be the same feeling or emotion behind it. Because as the kids were marveling, they also thought, how cool is this guy? He's, he's cool. Mm-hmm. He's confident. He stands for something. He's proud. He's a black man. He stands for something. That goes so far. You, that person embodies that role. You know, you can't just replace them with some random, some, even some established actor. Who, who could do it? You know, who would want to do it? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think the only way for Marvel to go is to make sure he's a successor because it will uh, it'll lessen the blow, it'll it'll lessen the hurt, and, and and I think fans will be able to deal with it more because it will feel more natural. It's and you can't. This is what they can't do. They can't gloss over the fact that he died because that will help the fans grieve the loss if they address the loss. You can't just sweep it under a rug and say, well. T'Challa went to the planet Neblon for a little bit, and he'll be back, though, in the next adventure as Denzel Washington's son. You can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. You have to address it in a real way that it makes sense, and it allows grieving and closure for Chadwick Bozeman's portrayal as T'Challa to say, hey, he died. He, we, he died. It was. It's very sad. We're going to grieve this loss with you fans. But his sister, who is more than capable, and we'll show that in in, in, in trying to fill those shoes, but we're also honoring this character and, and, and the actor himself, the, the man himself, by keeping this story internal to those who were there from day one. Okay, I think it's only right. All
0: right. Gunnar, what do you think? I don't know, man.
5: I think about the series thing, but then I think yeah that would be great to do it now but is that like a scapegoat or you know there's gonna be a way they gotta like i don't know it just feels like that would be too rushed for me i want to see it that would be wonderful i definitely wanted to see it in the first place you know death or not you know but or and i think a recast would be fine as long as they do it like it can't be somebody famous. It got to be like an actor, like from like TV or somebody. There's somebody being floated around now, but I think it's just a rumor because they just people just like it. But you know, I mean some TV actor. What's like that
0: a rumor that you're Lance, hearing?
5: Lance Gross, right? The guy from some tire Perry crap.
0: Oh, so you know how I feel uh, about that yeah. just because of
5: his association.
0: I've been God. hearing the John David Washington <laughs> rumor a lot myself.
5: Yeah, I heard that too, but I don't know if any of these things are real, right? You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't want nobody – I think
0: it's just talk. Understand. I don't think there's any think serious so consideration yeah,
5: you know. at all. But anyways, I, re- I think it should – you know, I, I'm cool with it being recasted for one or two movies or if somebody can step in. You know what I mean? Because, look, 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 you remember the show Spartacus? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Andy Whitfield and he passed away from cancer as well. And that was like, Mm -hmm. yo, that dude played that role. And I I was like, nobody else can replace this dude. So everybody said, nope, somebody replaced him. They were fine. They did good. He grew into that role. Great. I don't even remember the dude's name. I don't care because you know why? My Spartacus was Andy Whitfield and I only own season one. I only watched season one. That's it. So for me, if they recast it, that person has to kind of capture whatever that other guy captured for the audience, and definitely somebody like me who's like, nah, that's my T'Challa. that's my Bison brother right there. That's my boy. I gotta, I gotta support his 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 work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you what, they get another Bison brother too. Then I gotta be like, all right, now nah, I gotta <laughs> let's go. Right? You know what I mean? Like, think about that though. Right. Like, right? Like, yeah, I gotta. Bro. there was so much that this man embodied for yeah. us on yeah the, even act, off
0: screen yeah
5: right right like i'm just like here's a brother that's like doing it a black actor doing it a brother that played a superhero and it wasn't robert townsend trying it wasn't you know doing yeah robert shout out to robert townsend for doing what he wanted to do because this is what we needed to see then anyway because exactly. we weren't seeing that that was his point blank man same thing you know corny funny we still quote it you know what I mean? Blank Man, same thing for Damon Wayne. I get that we didn't have like superheroes like that were being shown all the time. What we got? What, what was the one we had? The TV one. What was this mantis? Come on, man. So I love the show, <laughs> but come on. Dude, I watched that show because we didn't have anybody. So exactly. here's Black Panther straight off the comic book screen. You're like, oh, you just now heard about it? Here, child. Here's all these comic books from them. We've been reading it for years. Seeing that on that screen to save him, you know, the most emotional Marvel movie um scene when everybody started coming out for have that to have that start with him coming back. Mask mm-hmm. off. You know what I mean? Mask off by the way. We're not talking about nineteen sixty something, Green Hornet gotta cover up the minority's face. Nah. They made sure to make sure to show his cat. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in this day and age, like this is one of those things where you're like I we. We had the cool things in the 90s, but this was just like, yo, this, I felt, I finally understood, my, my wife was talking, watching The Wiz, remember when The Wiz came out, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, this is the greatest theater phenomenon on TV, you don't see this as black people, especially black girls, and this and that, I felt that, while watching Black yeah. Panther, every time I watched it, I watched mm-hmm. that thing three times, yes. no, I watched it four times, twice for free, twice paid for it. And, you know, twice for the screening, you know what I mean? And then right. twice and I paid for that joint anyway. I was like, yo, I got I own the movie twice over. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm buying this whole box set. I'm gonna buy the the dig- I'm gonna buy the digital even though it came with the digital. I don't care.
0: I think for me I think it was important to have another black man be T'Challa because like you said we don't see enough of us in the superhero role and I feel like Falcon is Captain America but it's it's like I said before where they're playing where the black guy's carrying on somebody else's legacy and that's fine because that happened in the comic too I like Falcon and I think him being Captain America is important that's great but And we have War Machine, and he's also kind of doing the legacy of Iron Man. Black Panther doesn't follow anyone's legacy but the family legacy and carrying on the tradition of Wakanda. And I think that's important because, yeah, they can replace him with Shuri. But it's not like, hey, we don't have any black female superheroes. I mean, we've got Captain Marvel slash Photon coming out. And Mm -hmm. we have...
5: Hopefully a storm coming. Yeah, I mean, the other. we, thing. Aren't we supposed Storm to be You know, T'Challa and Storm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, were we supposed
0: yeah, to man. see that? I, so I don't know. If, that's I mean, whatever like, happened uh... is going to change up anyway. Now, I read some theory that could be interesting, where um, Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse, the Multiverse of the Madness. They're going to go to the multiverse. Maybe this is how they encounter a nude, ch- another T'Challa. And that's an easy way to have Black Panther in the MCU again. Just a different one. We're not saying that our T'Challa is, you know, and we're not writing him out, but it's just a different way to have another T'Challa, another Black Panther in the MCU He looked
5: different. Proper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit better explanation than It's obviously. me.
0: Deal with it. You know, <laughs> That that's my thing. I just, I like Shuri and I like, I like Shuri, and I like seeing Shuri in the as the tech role, cause she's cool, and that role is like the excited helper, and who's not afraid to go out there when there's need to and fight Killmonger or whoever. And I like the fact that she, that young black girls, old black girls middle-aged black girls can see a black woman without a mask. They can see that, yes, she's black. There's no, oh, man, yeah, she's got a mask. But, oh, is she? Yeah, she's 100%. I mean, because Scarlet Witch, Black Ma- Widow. uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody else. Captain Marvel, Wasp. Well, not Wasp. But everybody else is like, hey, here I am. And I like the fact that Shuri didn't have to do that either. Or Okoye. Go ahead, bro. I was going to say, I mean, and it's like, and another
3: great thing is like representation matters on that kind. It's like, she was like brilliant, I mean, genius level intellect, like science and technology. It's like, I it's like my brother's a superhero, but I'm a genius who creates all this stuff. Exactly.
5: Right. And even in the comics, she was still smarter than him. Remember the comics, they had him more as a, you know, he could write, he's actually more smart, you know, T'Challa's smarter than Tony Stark.
0: If they kind of reversed in that the comic hell. where she was more of the – they made her more of like a shaman, spiritual person, and mm-hmm. he was just more of the in, intellectual superhero. They wanted to give her something different in the movie, different. which I liked, and mm-hmm. it was like, cool, that's a different angle to take with her as opposed to the, yes, she's here, and she's got to be better than T'Challa's. Stuff where it's like, and that's what um, I liked about the
5: movie. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's what yeah. I was like in the in the comics. He was like the more intellectual. So think about that. Like she's supposed to be smarter than him. So yeah, like I said, I would definitely want to see her succeed, um, like in the comics. But and I think it's too soon. There were too many other things that were in the works, right? Like I will just feel like it's too soon, only because of a comic book fan thing. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, and I think that Shuri's journey to becoming a superhero doesn't have to come at the expense of black panther so and it shouldn't be muted know, yeah you know what i mean yeah so short. hopefully i mean this this is not going to be something that gets hey next year we're going to learn the plans for black panther um right they're probably going to take a while i think it's amazing that all this time that apparently marvel has not done any insurance checks on their actors because I mean, you know, we would have been deprived of this, but it's like, gosh, can you imagine? You know, Robert Downey Jr. had some underlying condition when he signed on. I guess maybe he, he may have, based on his earlier years. But it's just like, wow, that's that, that's interesting that there's no pre-existing condition clause with Marvel's hiring, and I wonder if that will also change as a result of this. So. Lots to break down, and since we're kind of on a Marvel Disney um, conversation piece, let's transition now because Mulan is coming out on Friday to Disney Plus, and you will be paying plus an extra thirty dollars to see the movie, to own it, to be able to take it wherever you go. Um, early because in December Mulan will be available to your average everyday disney plus subscribers for no extra cost what do you guys think you i'm waiting just like i did with Hamilton. Dude. you waiting just like i do hello yeah yeah oh
5: i i thought you didn't hear me um now nah, i'm waiting till him i'm waiting just like i did with Hamilton. i know bamas that bought tickets and then COVID happened and then guess what it's on this it's on the screen i'm like i'll oh, wait with hundreds the of dollars. right but the original cast, y'all wasted $100. I watch this joint on my screen eating Uber Eats. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing with Mulan in December and Christmas. Bernie opening his gifts, I'm watching Mulan. Done. <laughs> I want to see the movie. I want to see the movie. I was going to see it in the theater anyway, but, you know, I ain't trying to catch, a, catch the COVID. So <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. I'm not paying $30 to watch it in my living room. Now, if this was my only choice and they didn't tell me that they were gonna release it right. elsewhere, maybe. <laughs> but since you guys spilled the daggone beans, my, butt, my happy butt gonna wait that three months and go. But are they gonna make money? Of course they are. People are gonna pay for this. Yeah. I mean, if I hope Bernie so. If Bernie knew about Mulan, I'd probably have to pay for it. Right? Like, you know, what I mean, people with kids, they're like, dude, why are you waiting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of curious if this is going to like like with you, if it's gonna hurt Mulan's growth and if that will have a negative impact on the potential release of Black Widow on Disney Plus, because if it's like, oh, Mulan only made twenty million in the three months that it was not on regular Disney Plus, we'll just wait till it gets in theaters and we'll just see what happens. Chief, what do you think?
2: Um, well, you know,
1: <laughs>
2: um, as a guy here, I mean Javon, Gunner, as uh, I think me, you, and Jace are the only guys here without children, or at least, at least me and you, Jeff. I think Jace got a two couple stashed away, <laughs> but <laughs> um, here's the thing, man. Uh, I have no interest in seeing Milan. Uh, to that degree, me personally, um, I don't even like. I can't even tell you what the trailer looks like, um, and there's it's no. The tiger,
5: there. hidden dragon girl within it.
2: Uh Z Z I Z, ain't that her? Is that girl? Yeah, the the slim girl, really pretty Asian girl.
0: Didn't what I are you talking Asian about? The tiger girl. That tiger. Blanc. 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 I'm, that gonna, I'm not gonna butcher her name.
3: Is that the same? That's act? her, right?
0: No.
3: I didn't think so. <laughs> She's a lot older now. Yeah. twenty was, was, like was like...
1: Uh, years ago
2: now. So, all right. I think that girl's married to a billionaire, too, from Crouching Dragon.
3: Anyway, so... Okay.
2: All right, never mind. Um, I have no interest in I mean, if I had a child, and my child was like, yeah, dad, you know, my mom's coming out. Uh, you know. Uh, all right, you know. What are you going to do? I think a lot of people who have families... Children will buy, and then you will get those uh, people who just love Disney movies. Period, who will buy. But I think most people who are kind of like us, uh, who are like, mm, yeah, I'm not super hot, hot on, uh, you know, Mulan. And, and 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 no disrespect to you know Mulan or or or, or its culture. I'm just I'm just not a Mulan. I will watch it probably once it comes out on, uh, you know, for free, but I'm not going to pay $30 for, you know, they're not going to give me like, we got water. Remember how water used to be free? You Go to the tap, fill your club up. <laughs> and now.
1: Remember how it used to be free. <laughs>
2: you know what I'm saying? Now 20 years later, shit, we're getting water delivered to the house in bottles and we don't drink tap water no more, except in our ice.
1: <laughs> so.
2: You know what I mean? You know, like yeah, that were paying for <laughs> right, that paying for something that we used to get that we used to get free. And I'm not going to do that with Milan. If you're talking about it's going to come out for free, uh I I wait to it cuz out free and and then watch it. Um I'm not going to do it. Um and then, like I said, there's no disrespect to Milan and uh the culture and and anything like that. I just I'm not I'm a grown man. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know
2: what I'm saying? Like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like at a certain time point in time, man, uh I tend to watch things that like really interest me. I'm gonna tell you what. So today, for the first time, Birds of Prey came on uh HBO, HBO. Or whatever, Cinemax or whatever. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I would have been pissed if mm-hmm. I had paid for that movie.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I am watching the movie like, I don't even know, I didn't even watch it till the end. I, I just I didn't went either. downstairs at some I went point. to sleep. I was like, I was like, yo, what is this? What is this? Like, like, I, it wasn't a comedy, but it was, it was stupid. I can't explain it. Um, So, yeah. um, You know, I I just, so, so here's the thing. So, I'm glad I waited till it came out free. Now, Mulan might be might be everything I've ever wanted in a movie, but I'm not paying thirty dollars on something that I already paid for to watch it when in another two months. If I make it, I mean, you know, you you're not guaranteed in 2020, but if I make it, I watch it around Christmas time for free.
1: Right. So I'm not gonna do, Not gonna do it.
0: All right, fellas, like, so here's, here's another thing. Hold up. So New Mutants came out in theaters last weekend, and because there was a rabid audience for this movie, and they were really looking forward to seeing this, it earned a whopping $7 million at the box office. Now, that's more money than I thought it would have made based off of the trailers and my general lack of interest in said movie. Um, now, here's the interesting <laughs> thing. This is not going to be on Disney Plus. This is going to be on HBO Max because of a deal that HBO and Fox set up, which gives HBO first run TV rights. That expires in 2022. So we've got a long way to go before anything like this happens to change that up. So if you got HBO Max, great. You get to see New Mutants whenever, if you're interested. But you're not going to be able to see it on Disney Plus. Do you care? Because of your interest in this New Mutants film, or do you think it's kind of messed up for people who got Disney Plus? And once again, kind of get screwed out of something that should be standard for a subscription service without a ton of original content. Granted, that's because of the virus, but hey, they're still charging that money and not going, oh, well, here, don't worry about paying the share, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Javon, Jays, what do y'all think about that?
1: <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're both trying not to laugh. At this is like, new movie trailer didn't look enough. I mean, when they tried to pitch it as a horror film, it was like, still not interested. Oh, okay, we're gonna switch up the marketing. So it's not a horror movie. We're just gonna make it a thriller. And you're like, still not interested. And if that was like, if you said, hey, you have an option. You can buy Disney Plus with all their content or HBO Max. For New Mutants, I'm pretty sure I know where my money's going. Like, I'm just not, I and I and that's even one of those, even when it comes out, I might not be bored enough not to watch it when it comes out to Disney Plus. And, or, hey, I know I'm going to get HBO Max. I'm still not going to be like, yeah, you know what, I really need to watch, you know, New Mutants. I might just watch another couple episodes with friends and call it a day. So, now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, Yeah, I got to agree with Jace. Look, y'all didn't have me at either trailer. I I really didn't care. And I think that mirrors the sentiment of a lot of people. But hey, hey, they made $7 million off of it. God bless them. They'll make some more money at some point off this movie. Hopefully it sticks around. People get paid because uh, look, it's the COVID. Stop releasing movies in theaters right now. Nobody's going. At least they shouldn't go. Until oh, we in the clear. You, and, uh, you have yeah. you've
0: queued me up perfectly. So <laughs> oh, wait, AMC is opening up 70% of its theaters this weekend for Tenet, including San Diego, California. <laughs> 140 theaters are going to be opening for the first time since the start of COVID because Christopher Nolan has pouted and held his breath till he turned blue to ensure that Tenet gets shown in theaters. Now the Washington Post uh, reviewer was like, "This should be my tenant review, but I'm not going because I don't think this movie is going to be good enough to risk dying over." That was the gist yeah. of it. But uh, yeah. oh my God, that's great. Yeah. So, fellas, <laughs> um, yeah, and they're they're really like hammering like your your movie theaters in your areas have to be open for it to come to your drive drive-in theater near you, which I think is really stupid. If you want to make money, send it to a drive-in. Don't have an extra clause. I mean, Christopher Nolan really does not care. He's like, listen, I want this movie in theaters. That's the only way this movie can be shown. And I'm very curious to see how much money it makes over this weekend. I
3: thought thought Tenet was already out last weekend.
0: Uh, Overseas. Some areas.
3: I I just really... So they've
0: have, they have screenings. They've had screenings. They had some in Virginia. Uh yeah, but dude, you know, I just feel like short of Avengers Endgame last year, there's no movie I'm gonna go, well, yeah, okay. I'll go to and Christopher Nolan does not make short movies. So two let's say two and a half hour movie and it's okay if people pull their masks down to eat and drink.
1: This motherfucker right here. Nah, no. man. <laughs> man. <laughs> am, I, am I the only
4: one that thinks this Thomas inhales his own fart, like he gets high for Chris his Rinald. own fart fumes or something? It, Christopher Nolan. Am I the only one that thinks he gets high for his own fart fumes or something?
5: I, I, I he inhales his room. own farts. He inhales some COVID because this motherfucker right here <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to kill people. He's, like he's trying to kill people
4: monkey, to like see like a movie. Okay. Right. I said, Come on, dude. Relax. Okay.
5: I was like, Nope. I'm I'm still like nope. Remember I was tell I was totally there are episodes many episodes ago of this podcast that I said, mm-hmm. I've definitely seen this movie. I can't wait. And then COVID hit. I'm like, well, nope. I'm gonna risk my life to see that. And I damn sure wouldn't risk my life to see no damn new mutants. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> nah, I'm not <laughs> risking my life to see no freaking tenant. I think it's gonna be a great movie. I'd love to see a brother who was trying to figure out his life and looks like he's the Neo in the in this Matrix type of movie. Seems cool. And no. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wait and wait it out. Not worth my life.
0: Yeah. Chief, you excited about going to see Tenet this weekend in theaters?
2: I'm excited about driving past the theater and watching people going in like <laughs> lemons. Die. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, nah, I'm not going nowhere. You know, <laughs> good luck, man. If that means that much to you to see the movie, you know, I, I, it's got to the point, man, I don't even give a shit no more. If you want to go out without your mask, right. if you want to go out, only thing I feel bad about is the people who are getting sick, who are actually trying to. To avoid getting sick,
1: right? Right. I feel like Mm
2: -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like if you're an adult and you're like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna go out here and see what happens. Then (laughs) go out here and see what happens, man. Right. And and then to be honest with you, totally honest with you, most of the people who are not wearing masks don't agree with uh, the fact that I'm living anyway. So again, it is not a sad thing for me. You know what I mean? Those Mm -hmm. every time I see a person who doesn't wear a mask, they are not representing representing the friend of the black man. You know what I mean? Um, So I'm like, okay, well, listen, I'm not gonna fight you. You go ahead, don't wear your mask. Go to your gatherings and your Trump meetings and your boat meetings and uh, wherever the hell
5: else you want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, hope you're a bank loan officer. You lick some doorknobs, and yeah, go, uh, go die. Yeah. And the next dude in line is a black dude. Thank you. Mm, yeah,
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I'm like. Like, no, like, so like, please, I was just talking about this the other day with some friends, man. And I was saying they were like, man, he was like, you, you don't want to go bungee jumping and skydiving. I said, man, I said, man, I said you, uh, being black is in itself an adventure. You have people who don't like your color wanting to kill you. You have rogue cops wanting to kill you. You have other blacks who have been uh, under that systemic racism wanting to kill you. I said, just getting home at night sometimes is an adventure in itself. I said, I don't need to do things to get my adrenaline going to feel that rush of death. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I think that, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know what I'm saying? I think that white people, because their lives are so calm and so easy and things don't raise their heart rate and, you know, they don't worry about shit, you know, they need that feeling. They, Oh, man, you know what we're going to do this weekend? We're going to jump out of a plane. You know, get that heart rate. We're going to bungee jump. We're going to, you know, nah. Y'all go ahead and do that. You know, we're going to go into a crowd and and breathe deep without our mask Y'all go right ahead, man. Y'all go right ahead. Um, I'm going to be home. You know, if I got to go out to the grocery store or something or go to work, I'll throw on my mask. I'm coming home, man. I scratched this year off the list. Yeah, it is what it is, but I'm not going to a movie theater. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not sitting in no damn room, uh, you know, 70% 70 capacity or whatever happens or whatever it is to watch any movie you know what i mean to watch any movie cuz th- let me be honest you're sitting in the movie theater right you got your popcorn your soda or whatever it is right cuz you know they're going to sell stuff from the concession stand so you're in there you're eating and the, and the and the dude behind you starts coughing so at that point your movie experience is ruined right cuz i'm thinking <laughs> if he's coughing You're pretty much at that point just going to leave your food and snacks, which you've already been on that outside air, right there where they are, and get up and walk out and ask for your money back. You know what I mean? Like, and you know there's going to be coughing. There's always coughing in the movie theater. There's always something going on in the movie theaters that is some bullshit, (laughs) whether we're in COVID or whether we're not in COVID. So you already know there's going to be somebody in that drawer.
1: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> and that's it. That's it for me, dude. I'm like, mm, yeah. So why? And then you're in the room. Nah, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> hey, All
0: right. <laughs> Let me move on to this this uh, <laughs> fascinating British GQ article that Jace shared with me featuring the hero of the Star Wars sequel trilogy, John Boyega. Wow, it was a lot to break down, and I'm going to take the time because it absolutely needs to be heard, so I'm going to read it all. Wait till I finish, and then I'll key you guys up on this one. Um, He said, sometimes you just need to be mad. I'm the only cast member who had their, their own unique experience of that franchise based on their race. Let's just leave it like that. It makes you angry with the process like that. It makes you more militant. It changes you. Because you realize I got given this opportunity, but I'm in, in an industry that wasn't even ready for me. He added, nobody else in the cast had people saying they were going to boycott the movie because they were in it. Nobody else had the uproar and death threats sent, sent to their Instagram DMs and social media saying, black this and black that. You shouldn't be a stormtrooper. Nobody else had that experience. But yet people are surprised on this way. That's my frustration. He also criticizes the franchise's handling of Finn, like we've said a million times, um, who didn't get the opportunity to shine or evolve in the same way as Daisy Ridley's Rey or Adam Driver's Kylo. What I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. <laughs> Because dude, yeah. seriously, with the lightsaber, he's main character. So, okay. Yeah. So then he goes on and says um, that he also addressed the trilogy's handling of Kelly Marie Tran's Rose, Naomi Ackie's Channa, and Oscar Isaac's Poe. Like you guys knew what to do with Daisy Ridley. You knew what to do with Adam Driver. You knew what to do with these other people. But when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, when it came to John Boyega, you know F all. And he did not say... uh. The Simpson version. So what do you want me to say? What they want you to say is I enjoyed being a part of it. It was a great experience. Nah, nah, nah. I'll take that deal and it's a great I'll take that deal and it's a great experience. They gave all the nuance to Adam Driver, all the nuance to Daisy Ridley. Let's be honest. Daisy knows this, Adam knows this. Everybody knows. I'm not exposing anything. And then uh he talks about Last Jedi. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the choices in that. Uh, then he talks about J.J. Abrams everybody needs to leave my boy alone he wasn't even supposed to come back and try to save your S he went off I was very happy to read all this because he embodied so much of what we've been saying for so long oh, Jace you brought God. this to my attention you get first shot what do you think
3: <laughs> honestly I was like one of the first things I read today and I'm like yes it was like, because it's like, as we, you hear us, like, we've been frustrated about this movie for the exact same reasons. It's like, I mean, it's like, he, I mean, he even called him out on China marketing. He's like, I was literally like, in the American marketing, I'm going to do it with the lightsaber who everybody thinks, oh, there's going to be a black Jedi. Wow, that's going to be something Oh, then it's going to be a, a former stormtrooper who becomes a Jedi. Nah, it's a bait and switch. And he's like, don't, don't do that click for anybody. And then he's like, and then he look in China marketing. I got a smaller picture in BBA, and and y'all, and, and that's Disney. You didn't have to do that. You could have literally kept me front and center. And he's like, yeah, I'm calling all of y'all out. And he's like, yes, thank you. The only thing I'm thankful for is y'all gave me a lot of money. But I'm not gonna say that this was a great experience. And I mean, hey, I mean, we all talked about how Kelly Marie Tran didn't get like the. I mean, we we all looked at it and saw she didn't get support from like. The writers, even of the movie, was like, they should have been like, screw yo. We're going to make her role bigger than ever. But no, we're going to actually kick her off the screen in five seconds. I, even though he says not to blame J.J. It's like, yeah, that was a J.J. thing. But it's like, that version of Star Wars was just complete trash to him. And he's like, I mean, as we we joke, it's like, his role in, what was it? Uh, what was the internet saga? Rise of Skywalker was basically... Yeah. Just screaming Ray all the time, and oh yeah, I'm Force. I he didn't even have the time to say, hey, uh, you know, I think I might be able to fill the Force. It's like <laughs> it was like, oh, we didn't we didn't bother actually putting that in the movie. And he called him. And was like, yo, this don't. If you guys do a Star Wars again, which thankfully looks like they're not going to do for a while, I was like, don't try and do this again because it, it was just crap. <laughs> so I was just like, when I read this, I'm like, this we have to just yes <laughs> like i'm so glad he did this. so gunner you were. it sounds like you're ready go ahead
5: dog dog we were saying this since. i mean we were like in the first movie we we're like all right well maybe you know all right fine okay so maybe but he's still the trash man but you know maybe wait they still made him a janitor but okay fine 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 then we have the weird asian character with no damn real storyline and then suddenly they love each other or she loves him we we're like, what the fuck happened there? Wow, nobody, no director, no writer, no producer cared about minority characters. This is like a, pl- a blast from the to the eighties and nineties. We've all talked about this on the show. Um, <laughs> it was like going back in the in the back in the past of how minority characters, uh, people of color characters, were freaking portrayed. And it's like, oh, let's just stick them both together. Why not? Let's have this weird geeky dude that no one likes. Was, and takes advantage of chase after the only black girl on a damn show, Saved by the Bell. And I'm like, you know, th- that's what that felt like to me. I was just like, this is just a token role. Oh, especially that, especially, uh, especially the casino scene in the se- in the second movie. I don't even want to think about the third movie. Oh. The third movie was just, just him talking, like he wasn't doing anything. Oh, he's just he just literally like, did not do oh, anything.
3: Saying Ray, oh, I may, uh, never mind
5: right he didn't meet any i mean he didn't nothing happened so you're sitting here like whoa you know what i mean like he is he was advertised to bring other black, to bring definitely black people more black people that weren't already star wars fans in and we were definitely all excited we're like oh shoot this is great do i care that ray was actually you know the last gen you know all that stuff. cool great but don't have him be, like, the complete and total Bethune side character. Come on. Right? Both of them can't feel the force? Really?
0: So, (laughs) who
5: was the producer of this mess? This third trilogy? What's her name?
0: Kathleen Kennedy. uh... Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Still a white woman. Woman, women, power, great. Still a white woman. Fucking it up for minorities again. That's what happened. That's literally what happened. I'm making sure that's plain and simple that happens in the workplace that happens in everywhere in the politics. Yeah, I'm going there in a second. And that's my dummy of the week. And, and it happens in the entertainment industry so many times it's their turn. It's always their turn. Great. We're always in the back burner. And that's literally what happened with star Wars. I'm with the brother. I'm with the brother. I'm so glad he said this.
0: Jay King, you got thoughts on this?
4: Oh, it's unanimous. Um, but here's the thing. Can we finally take this old, one-eyed, fat, diabetic dog behind the house and shoot it for good?
0: Can we put I mean, a bullet in the
4: back of this dog's head and let that be that? Very done. We'll never have to talk about this shit no more.
0: <laughs> we talking about the sequel Trilogy or the, the
4: franchise? The trilogy. Oh, okay. The Trilogy. The... No, the franchise, look... Done right, the franchise has life. We know that. Done right, anything has life. They this trilogy though. I'm trying to think on: Has we ever seen a, a, a franchise have a completely dog shit chapter <laughs> that we would gladly ignore just to get one one movie right? Just to get one if. if if we got one Star Wars right, it was worth all three of these movies, right? If we got one mm-hmm. of the next Star Wars absolutely right, it would have been worth ignoring all three of these movies. They never happened. I think that I think everybody could live with that if we never see these movies again. I don't think I've run into four people that said they even enjoyed any one of these three movies.
3: Only like super diehard, and I hate to say this, but apolo- apologists Star Wars fans even say it was okay. It was like just tell me the actual I mean, it's like just and, and they don't even try and like de- defend it's like, oh yeah, this story. It's like really everybody else was treated horribly. I mean just John Boyer just said it perfectly. It's like that's it. That was a story and everybody else was a waste of time.
4: Yeah, they were. They were. All the diversity that they tried to induce it was all for shiz. It was it was for nothing. It was it for was nothing. They evident. used John Boyega. It was evident. They used him to wield a lightsaber and go and do all of these theatrics for what? Big time in the trailer, all for what? For for, for us to get the storyline of Rey's, uh, 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 uh uh some Jedi. You know, she's related to somebody. I don't care. I saw the brother wield a lightsaber. I was like, yeah, I'm going. I'm right. going to go see that. A black yep. man with a lightsaber. He's a Jedi. He's the hero. Yes. Something different. But no, here we go. None of it was good. None of it was good. Aside from all of that, which we know and been talking about now, what, for four years, guys? At least six, at least three years. We've been talking about this for three years. We now know, and we know, but it's now confirmed. It's now confirmed. Let's put a bullet in this dog's head. It's done. Yeah. I, this trilogy I think is done.
3: I think honestly they are they, there's always talk of them really erasing this trilogy. I'm thinking now after this, <laughs> they really got to clear, like we might actually have to erase this. Like we're not coming on the promotional circuits other than saying the truth. Kelly Marie Tran is sure as hell not gonna say great things. It's just like we don't have Daisy and Adam really gonna be like, yeah, it was a great experience. Like like this
0: is well Daisy said last week that she's had a lot of trouble finding work after appearing in Star Wars. <laughs>
4: I'm not <laughs> laughing at her it's just I, I think everybody is ready to put this thing well in their rearview mirror at this point, yeah,
3: honestly I actually i mean her is like if you looked, it's like right, shoot Daisy Ridley was not bad in that role just there was nothing to anybody. I mean, it's like, yeah, oh, it didn't yeah. mean anything. it's like, as we always joke, like, I remember when Phantom Menace came out, people were like, yeah, it wasn't a great, but the lightsaber battles were great. And we were like, true. This one is like, we, mm-hmm. we can hold their head on like, oh yeah, that was a really cool part. Oh, you remember when they did uh skipping, which never been done? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, remember when they actually fought in the water and they both were tired after like two swings? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> but, but at least you
4: kind of cared what happened, right? In this set of movies, I didn't care if Daisy really lived, died, grew mushrooms out of her crack. I didn't care. It, I didn't care. I didn't want to know whose, who whose daughter she was, granddaughter. I
3: didn't care. I mean,
0: they
3: did not care. Movie. It wasn't even like kidding huh? First one. It was of whatsoever. We didn't even know how- Zero. Seriously? Oh yeah. We just yeah. We, we forgot to mention that in the first two movies. My bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's broadcasting. Hey guys, I'm back. Sorry. Yeah. Hey wait. I'm
3: not yeah, even back to take over the galaxy. I'm broadcasting before I'm ready. Right.
0: Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I'm I'm still in the tank getting ready. All right, let's move on. Last thing. So the Arrowverse is no more. The CW has announced that the new name of its superhero TV uh, universe is the CW-verse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as of yet, there's
0: still no news on this green arrow and the canary spinoff that was so heavily touted in the Thanks, final um. season of arrow i know you guys are very disappointed about that so what say you about the lack of this news
3: uh <laughs> i i mean it's like, like your branding is just like it's the Arrowverse. just get over it even if arrow's not there it's like it's the Arrowverse. Don't try and make new Coke happen. Like, come
0: on. Yeah, I think that's a pretty (laughs) uninspired name, by the way. (laughs) The CW verse. Okay. Hopefully, that did not take a very long Zoom meeting to to figure out. Uh,
3: We're still working. We're still brainstorming on that one. Yeah.
0: And last thing, because I figured that would would go over really well. Uh, No Time to Die, the new James Bond film, is still slated because way back in the beginning of this coronavirus, we figured, sure, the fall sounds like a pretty good time to release movies that were scheduled to come out in April. That is still slated for a November release. Are you guys going to see that if nothing has changed in the next couple months?
1: Nope.
3: Well, I heard a vaccine should come out right as soon as November starts. So I'll be there right in line as soon as I've taken my first five doses.
0: Good luck with that guy. Yeah.
3: Not
1: that.
0: All right, yeah. fellas. It is that magical time of the week for your nominees for dummies of the week. <laughs> Jason, why don't you start? <laughs>
3: See, I'm trying to figure out if I should let Javon I, 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 do we
0: have the same dummy of the week in, line, in mind? Well, I mean, we're not going to know until you say it, so who's your There's
2: dummy? There's only one to way it? to find out. Go, on, Jay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, My dummy of the week is Mr. Ron Jeremy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to express how stupid you have to be or deviant i don't I, i'm really not really understanding but as a porn star who is not based on your looks is the reason you get work quote unquote i don't understand how you need to how you would be in a scenario where you could be accused of raping like 20 women and some of them is young young is like or i'm sorry like and potentially like 20 counts of sexual violence against women and it's just like I'm sorry I mean there are like porn conventions that you can just go in the circuit of you know middle Tennessee and you'll probably have groupies there who will just say your talent quote unquote is why I'm here and you do not have to rape women I mean hey, you don't have to rape them in any but even to be in a scenario where they could have charges against you just makes you so effing stupid. And and that's why Ron Jeremy is my dummy of the week.
0: All right. Uh, Chief, you got a nominee?
2: No, no I'll just let on to everybody else's nominee for this week.
0: All right. Uh, Gunner, what do you got?
5: Roger Goodell has taken over my gummy of the week. Wow. Announcing
1: <laughs> what do do that now? they're
5: gonna paint they're gonna paint in racism the end zones of the NFL. In <laughs> racism, you know, and you know, he's all like, hey, we probably should have listened to our players. Today he was on an interview or the other day. Whatever. He was yes. like, uh oh, we should listen to our players. I think he mentioned Kaepernick maybe in a I read it in writing. I don't know if he said it in person, but he's like we should have listened to our players. I'm like, you know, all of what you just said is problematic on so many different levels. I'll ignore the our players part just for a second, Claiborne, but I want to address the fact that for how many years now have we been saying, yo, this is off. What are you doing? We're just, we're just dealing, man. All your colluding, that is definitely colluding and proven because you paid the brother millions of dollars of settlement. So he must have had something right colluding with the other owners to make sure this brother gets blackballed. And I mean that um, by exact definition of the word. And I'm like, now you're like, yo, let me end the race. Let's, let's put this on here, fixed it reminds me of the starbucks cup that said race together which who knows what the hell that meant this is the same thing dude i'm like this dude has lost his mind white people are just trying to do things because it's trendy now like you know you know boss white people not just every white people every white people sure but boss white people now they're like yeah all right we own this but you know we gotta make sure that we don't lose any fans because now other white people are trying to be like yo let's not be racist to black people that means we're gonna lose fans that are also white. Oh, no. Let me put in racism in the end zone, and that'll fix it.
3: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Any word if Jerry Jones is going to put this in his end zone? Ah,
5: Is is, is, is Dan Snyder going to put this in his end zone? Will Dan Snyder still
0: be the owner to do that?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. He needs to get ousted anyway, but that'll be interesting if they overthrow that. (laughs) But Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones are definitely not putting this in their end zones. It would not be a burgundy Absolutely. and gold end racism. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> if I see this in Dallas, yeah. I'll be, I mean, that means that 2020 is really like the black hole was coming just to suck the earth in yeah. soon. Like, that would suck be
4: everything well, in with, but well, we're
5: just in a different dimension already or something. man. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is in the other dimension that we're supposed to be in, New Button still made a million dollars in the theater.
4: <laughs> it made 30 million the first weekend. Nice what are you talking about?
5: <laughs> that joint made nothing. That joint was Jerry
4: Jones a has tangle. a dashiki. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and a goatee. <go-key.
1: laughs> <laughs> just up in the air.
5: <laughs> Jerry Jones made an appearance in Black Panther like, That's right. Uh-uh. <laughs> sure, you're right. <laughs> it will <laughs>
4: oh man!
0: All right, well, fellas, I, I, Chris oh, wait, one my, more, Jeff. Oh, go. I'm sorry. What you got?
4: I'm sorry. I have Young Patrick Mahomes as my dummy of the week. Yeah,
0: well. Wow. <laughs> right, what did Patrick do? Uh, go ahead, tell it, Javai
4: Well, you know, Patrick Mahomes just signed for more than whatever the franchise is worth, right? <laughs> <Something> wrong, <Pat. laughs> he just signed for his mega bill And the first thing he does is, at what, 23, 24 years old, <laughs> say, I want to get married. <laughs> what? Oh, Russell Wilson went yeah. that
0: route so you didn't have to go there. <laughs>
1: he, he bears the cross. You don't have to do this. And hey, look at.
4: I, hey, look, I can't speak to what he what he does off, you know, on his own. I can't speak to any of that. But I just don't understand when a young guy like that, you've got all the money, you're the face of the NFL these days, you just signed a mega deal, have some fun, be a bachelor, man, go out here and, and and knock down, you know, whatever, you know, Hollywood, singers, whatever your flavor is, have some fun. Fun. Don't just run and do that. You don't have to. It's not the days when athletes had to go get married to portray the family man image. You can come on, man. You can be a young single guy and still clean up an endorsement deals, or not. You don't need them. You just sounds for like half a billion dollars. Go have man. fun. I mean, I don't really need anybody
3: else. showed you the playbook on why. I, I mean, Vanessa and him <laughs> had a perfect marriage, but come on, man. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he showed you exactly why that ain't such a good idea to do when you're that young, man. Go have some fun. I
3: mean, that's, even if you put that money in a trust, it's like, no, no, just.
0: Now, the real question, and, will he be your official dummy of the century if he does not have a prenup? Ooh,
3: no, ooh. no lawyer would ever let him do that. There, that lawyer would be like, I, I, no, his lawyer, manager, financial planners, they would be like, no way in hell. I mean, we quit, but you we're making too much money off you.
0: But because she loves I'm me.
3: Find somebody love you and five, paper. No. So
4: one of my favorite sayings she's my day one. She was day one, but she was waiting on day 1,000 so she could take you to everything. She was waiting day. on
0: day 500 million. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have Patrick.
1: <laughs> I ain't treat like
4: animal. <laughs> uh, I, I really hope I hope he did. I hope he's doing that, man. Put your put your put your put your, put your affairs in order, man. Like 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 Marshawn told everybody, man. Take care of them chickens,
0: man. Please. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me see. I, I think I was gonna go with Christopher Nolan with mine, but now I'm gonna go with Leonard Fournette. For thinking that the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl just because an old Tom Brady is the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. That's it for me. Oh but yeah. Alright, well fellas, yeah, we this, this is a fun one. And thank y'all, as always, for rolling with me. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of loud's Movie Files has been filed.